Hi there. Thanks for joining us. Today on What She Just Say, my mom and I talk on the topic of Deborah the Judge, part one. Hey, y'all there, internetters. What'd she just say? Today on What'd She Just Say, we are going to be talking about Deborah, the judge from the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited because she's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. She's pretty awesome. Yeah, she is. And when I was looking at her, I was just thinking about, have you ever just felt like, well, I'm just a woman or I'm just a man? If you're a man listening, you know, mm-hmm. I've never felt like that. But there could be some men listening mm-hmm. or just a kid or just a teenager or I'm just a wife, a housewife, you know, because I know I always feel like that. I'm just mm-hmm. just a I'm just a mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just a. You know, what can a just a do for the Lord? Just fill that in the fill in the blank, whatever you've ever felt like that. What could I do for mm-hmm. the kingdom of God? So I know I've, I've felt like that before. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And through Deborah, you know, we can see that she's more than just a. She was a courageous woman of great faith. She was a wife, a leader, a prophetess, a judge, a soldier. She ruled and judged her people with she's a. She's also singer songwriter. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. In the Song of Deborah, she ruled and judged her people with a mother's heart. And she was respected not because she was just a woman who did all these things, but because of the grace of God and her faith in God. You know, that's one mm-hmm. thing I love about her. Um, when you read about her, she was a woman not only who proclaimed, you know, the word of God, but she trusted and obeyed it as well. And I think yeah. that's very important, you know, and even just like, can listen and hear the word of God, but it's always important to to do it as well. And that made her a woman of light in the midst of a dark world because you know she was living in the time of the judges and judges mm-hmm. seventeen six. I think it really sums up what the days were like in in Deborah's time. And in Judges seventeen six, it tells us in those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right. In his own eyes. And don't you think that just really kind of seems like the time we're living in? I mean, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. There is not. People want to do what is right in their eyes according to their standard. They're going to live their truth. You know, how many times you hear that? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to live my truth. But there's only one truth and one standard we must live by. And that is God's standard and truth, which is his word. I know many people don't want to go by that. They may not believe it, but it doesn't matter really if they believe it or not, because that really is the, his word is is the standard and it is the truth. Yep. And God is very serious about his word. Mm-hmm. And so we we have we need to be serious about it too. In Isaiah forty six, nine through ten, if you want to read that. Sure, that says, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. See, so his counsel will stand. You know, he's gonna, he's gonna do everything that he says he's gonna do, whether we believe it or not. He's gonna do it in Malachi 3 6. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, the sons of Jacob are not consumed. Yeah, I love that. God and his word doesn't change. Yeah, that's all throughout the Bible. It is. You know, people 
People and cultures, times can change, but God doesn't change. And that's why I love his word because we can go to it. It's a, it's a constant in our mm-hmm. life. He doesn't change it. What he says he does, you know, he promised Abraham a nation and a nation Abraham got. And that's why Jacob is not consumed. Even in his judgment, God remembers mercy because of his word and his promises to his people. You know, those covenants that he made, he's going to, he's going to keep those. He's the only one that keeps every promise. Yeah. He can't lie. He doesn't lie. And he's true to his word, his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the times of the judges, in Deborah's day, the children of Israel, they have, you know, now crossed over the Jordan with the leadership of Joshua. But Joshua is now, you know, he's gone on be with the Lord. He's dead. Mm-hmm. But they still have some conquering to do in the land. You know, Judah drives out the inhabitants of the mountains, but he could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley because they had chariots of iron. That's Judges 1 tells us all this. I know I'm like kind of condensing it all because it's, <laughs> it's, it's a lot in there just to get into this little short time that we have. But then in Judges 2, it tells us that there's a new generation who did not know the Lord nor nor the work which he had done for Israel. And they did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam, Balaam, however you say that. Yeah. But in the Hebrew, that word Balaam means Lord, little L, husband or master. And I found that very interesting because then, you know, we see that Israel is their Lord, their their husband, their God, their master is supposed to be, you know, the Lord, Mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, God. And they have forsook the Lord, their God, their master, their husband, who brought them out of the land of Egypt as a, as his bride, as Jeremiah describes Israel in Jeremiah 2. God had redeemed them and brought them to himself for them to serve him, to love him with all their heart, all their soul, and all their might. And they were to tell their children, see, it says, in, I think it's in Deuteronomy chapter four, if I'm correct. Yeah, I think or so. Or six. I always get that, I get that mixed up. Don't, don't quote me on that. It's, it's in Deuteronomy. <laughs> we'll go mm-hmm. with that. Um, they were to tell their children all about the Lord, um, what he had done. They were to talk of the Lord as they rose up in the morning, as they went about their day and before they laid down at night, mm-hmm. you know, they were to bind it around their hands. They were to put it in their, right. their doorpost, you know, with the mezuzah that's like, that, that's like has all the little laws scrolled up in there. Um, and so they were just constantly to have the, the works and the the laws and the statutes before the Lord to tell their children. So you can see how easily they forget God. It takes only one generation because now yeah. there's this new generation that does not, does not know the Lord. Right. Cause like there wasn't a Torah in every house. Then. No, but, but he says, as you go on your way, I mean, there wasn't the written. Right. God, but that's there was why the spoken. Yeah. And that's so, why it was so important for them to, to, to tell it, their children right, to and to talk them. about it all the time. Yeah. And, keep God at the forefront. That also still applies to us because it's right. How do your how does your family know if God's important to you if you never talk about him? Right. I was yeah. like, that doesn't or you just go to church on Sunday and then you just don't talk about him for the rest of the week. Yeah. But does he really matter? Does he make an impact in your life then? Yeah. Because, Usually we talk about the things we could like and care about. Right. Christ is our life. I mean, that mm-hmm. that should be in your daily life, everyday life. Yeah. is a constant. And that's that's what the Lord wanted for Israel. You know, that's why he's saying, tell your children, you know, and then go and set up. Every time God did something, they would set up a memorial reminder. Yeah. You know, so then 
when they would pass by it, they, their children would ask, what, what does this mean? You know, and even the Passover, what does this mean? Why do we do this? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to eat the bitter herbs to remind us of what the Lord did for them? And so, right. and we're to be doing the same things. Mm-hmm. But one thing I, you know, it says, so now they're following after other gods, the gods of the people that he commanded them to get out of land. See, they, they at this time hadn't gotten all the people out of the mm-hmm. land. And, you know, they're using excuses like we tend to do. Yep. You know, they have all these chariots of iron. But the reason God had a reason for them to get those people out because he knew that they would go following after their, their gods and he didn't want them to serve other gods. He says, um, there's only one God and it's me. Mm-hmm. And so they're now serving these other gods. And it's provoking the Lord to anger. But even in his anger, you see his mercy. He raises up judges to deliver them out of the hand of their enemies. And that's just kind of the cycle that you see through all throughout the book of Judges. That's what that during that time, that's what would happen. You know, Israel would sin and then their enemies would come and then they would cry out to the Lord. And then God would raise up a judge and then he would, which was like a deliverer also. And then he would deliver them out of the hand and then they would get back with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then once again, you know, it'd take a while and then they'd sin again. Just yep. this whole little cycle. And so Deborah is one of the judges the Lord raises up. But, but I love it's the Lord who raises her to such a position. You know, yeah. She doesn't do it herself. She is called by God. He puts her in that position. She is more than just a, yeah. you know, she's more than just a woman. She's more than just a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she's more than just a prophet, prophetess, or I could say just a woman who proclaims the truth. And in the kingdom of God, we are, we all are more than just a, we are all, you know, who belong to Jesus called, you know, each one of us for a, for a purpose. We each have a place in his kingdom to serve whatever, wherever, however he wants us to serve. And it's up to the Lord, our master, our husband to guide us and direct us. I know, I'm, I don't know about you, Elizabeth. I mean, I know the Lord put it on your heart, but I know I would have never thought of doing this podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and I'm, who am I to tell anyone yeah. <laughs> about the Lord? I'm just, a redeemed sinner you know, yeah. by God's grace. But the Lord is the one who directs our steps as we acknowledge Him and trust Him. And whatever He wants to do with this, like we've always said, you know, as long as God's faithful, I mean, if He wants a million people to listen to that, that's up to Him. If He wants five people to listen, that's up to Him. If He just wants our mom, my mom to listen, yeah, because I know she'll always be a faithful <laughs> listener, then that's still up to Him. But as long as he continues to be faithful, which he will, because he is just, he is faithful. Yeah, he's never not you been. Know, he's never not. He's always been faithful. And that that's all, that's all I can ever ask of God. I just want him to be faithful. But I just know I would have never thought to do that. But we just trust him and acknowledge him. And he, he fought, he leads and we just follow, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we just have to follow on wherever he leads is the best place, you know, to go. Mm-hmm. And so I just ask our listeners, whoever and however many there are, where yeah. is the Lord leading you? You know, cause it can be nerve wracking at times to step mm-hmm. out in faith and do something that's way out of your comfort zone. Yeah. <laughs> or, may not be something you would think you would do or or you may think, well, I'm just a I'm just a woman or I'm just a mom or I'm just a housewife or I'm just a grandma or I'm just a dad or whatever it is, yeah. you know, whatever you can fill in, fill the, blank in the blank to that. But the Lord's probably leading you to something because if you're a, his child, he has 
a purpose and a plan mm-hmm. for them to do so. You know, where's, is, where's is the Lord leading you? Well, I guess would be my question. And that's my question I have to ask daily. You know, Lord, where, where are you leading me today to serve you? If we belong to Jesus, then I love this. You are a child of the King. Yeah. Elizabeth, you and I are the daughters of the Most High God, God. And I just think that I still, when I think about that, I, I'm still in, in awe. Yeah. I just think that's amazing. Only God could take this sinful country girl from the cornfields of Indiana and <laughs> transform her by his grace through faith and make, make me royalty, put me into his kingdom that I would serve a king, mm-hmm. you know, and that one day I'm going to rule and reign next to him, you know, in the, in the millennial kingdom. I just, mm-hmm. I, I find that quite funny, but also just, just amazing, you know, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Just still sitting all of all that Jesus does to transform my life and others' lives when we place our faith and trust in him. He sure has led me into some amazing places I never dreamed I would ever go. You know, he's just an amazing God, a savior mm-hmm. and king. And I'm thankful that, you know, he, he chooses, you know, the, the ordinary and turns our life into extraordinary because he's yeah. an extraordinary God. And if you don't know the Lord, um, as always, we, we do on here encourage, encourage you <laughs> to get to know him. And if you don't know what he has for you this yep. day, you know, seek him, you know, cause he is that rewarder, rewarder mm-hmm. who, uh, to those who diligently seek him. And I'm just thankful and grateful. Yeah. For all he's done in my life. And I know we're, this one's going to be shorter because we, I can't get more into Deborah's life and <laughs> she's got a long, but next week we'll, we'll talk, we'll get more into seeing where the Lord was leading Deborah. And it's, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And the Bible's full of people who are ordinary. Yes. And God used them for extraordinary things. And we still talk yeah. about them today. Still. And it's amazing. And it's not really because of anything they did, it's because of how the Lord, use them the only thing they did were was be obedient yeah and even sometimes disobedient and god still just yeah i even used a donkey yeah he did (laughs) right he did and if he can use a donkey then he can use anybody yeah right (laughs) i hope so yeah he can yep he can he's amazing in that way he is yep excited for next week see more about deborah yeah, she's an amazing woman of God and woman of faith. and She is. She's the only woman judge in the Bible. Yeah, she is. She's the only, she's also the the only other judge and prophet is Samuel. Yeah, that's this. That's, that's good company to be in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, as, as always, give mercy to get mercy. Now it's time for today's What She Just Say. Quote of the day. <laughs> Today's quote of the day is from Charles Spurgeon. Not a woman, but still really good. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> what did he just say? A person should not be able to live with you a week without knowing the gospel. Mm, yeah. That's good. That's that convicting. Very, good. very <laughs> convicting and true. Yep. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to What She Just Say. We hope you enjoyed our show. Join us next week as we talk about Deborah the Judge Part 2. Make sure you follow our Instagram at what she just say or Twitter at underscore what she say. And for any topic ideas or questions you'd like for us to answer, 
please message our Facebook page. What'd you just say? Thanks again. You are loved. We'll see you next time.